Hey there, hi there, hello there. This week we're accompanied by the wonderful sounds of nature. Yes, even though we are not in nature, it's pouring down rain. We're, no, we actually are. We're in the pouring rain doing our podcast because we are committed. Mm-hmm. That's how committed we are. And you can't see because it's a podcast. We're huddled under one umbrella trying to make it work. Yes, we're, we're in the wilderness. We're camping. <laughs> we're camping. Uh, so today, we're doing a podcast over the not bingeable, the controversial, controversial, <laughs> controversial, is it controversial or controversial, controversial TV show, Insatiable. Wow. Wow. Starring was- um, Disney's darling, Debbie Ryan. Disney's darling. <laughs> and whoever plays Bob Armstrong. And that man. That man, and then Alyssa Milano, is that, mm-hmm. yeah. Former Desperate Housewives star. I, the entire time I was watching, I was like, I know that woman from somewhere. I knew, like, right off the bat when I saw her, I was like, oh, that's Alyssa Milano. I knew who it was, but I just didn't know, like, where she was in, so. My queen. Okay, we all saw the trailer, so how did you feel watching the trailer? Because I feel like a lot of people really judge the show based on trailer. I saw a few reaction videos to the trailer, and a lot of people were like, fat shaming, ah, not body positive, ah, nah, 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 nah. And just to clarify, I'm all about feeling good, anybody, any mm-hmm. skin, feeling good, regardless of what size you are. But I was not bothered yeah. at all. I wasn't either. And the reason is, a trailer doesn't show the whole story. Mm-hmm. And that trailer obviously shows that you have said many times whoever made that trailer deserves an Oscar because it does not show what the what the show truly is. Yeah, I mean, honestly, before seeing the show, I was excited because I thought it was interesting. It was about this girl who had undergone like undergone this transformation and she's gonna get vengeful. Because I'm here for a dark comedy. Yes. But after watching the show, it was something completely different. It definitely was. I actually wasn't really looking forward to the show. I wanted to watch it just to see if it really was what people wanted it to be. Everybody wanted it to be the worst show ever so they could have something to hate. And it it wasn't the best show I've ever seen, but it wasn't the worst. And I would say people were kind of hating on it for for some good reasons, but overall, fat shaming, it's not really this show. You know, I was listening to Coffee with Rachel at 4 o'clock in the morning Mm -hmm. while I was working on that Disney bracket. And um, I heard Rachel say she's not interested in saying it because it's going to portray the quote-unquote fat person as like that's the only element of their life is being fat and insecure, which is no one's body is the only element of their life. Especially if you watch this show. Yeah, but she kind of said it, and I was like, ooh, but you haven't watched it. Yeah, like, that's the thing. Like, watch the show before you judge it. You cannot, like, does the quote, don't judge a book by its cover, does that not still apply? Don't if judge it's a, a show by its trailer. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Give it a chance. Yeah. It, it, I just didn't, I wasn't really looking forward to it, not because, like, it looked like it was fat shame or anything. It was because it was based in high school, and I'm really not for high school-based shows. They're just not really my thing. Like, 13 Reasons Why. It Like, they're exciting to watch at first, but when you really think into it, it's like, oh, my goodness, it's so cringy. I, I just, think I'm in the minority of people, and I really like 13 Reasons Why. Does it have issues? Yes, of course, but I really like it. I don't it. think it's because it has, like, a lot of issues that I don't like. It's just these people don't look like they're in high school, and it's the same thing with this show. And Netflix has a problem with 
and I think TV in general just has a problem with casting people who are not the age they are cast as. I mean, I get why when you're in high school, I totally understand why they cast older actors because you don't have to deal with child labor laws and all of that. But, okay, Debbie Ryan is 25, I think. Mm -hmm. And her, well, one of her love interests in the show is 20. Which, in IRL, that would be fine. Which one is that? Brick. Brick, okay. The actor who plays Brick is 20 in real life. Okay. And um, the age gap is so noticeable. It is. And it's... I don't know. Because Debbie is just... She's played younger and older on and off over the years. She definitely looked her age when she was on Sweet Life on Deck. I will, I'll say that. But Jessie, by the time she got to that... Mm-hmm. She looked closer to her 30s mm. than her, like, early 20s. Yeah. And that's not calling her old or whatever because 30s is, like, young and thriving. Mm. But she just looks too old for the part. She definitely does. And I don't think a lot of people get bothered by this as I do. But that's just my opinion. And it's oh, the most noticeable thing about age in this show is Nani and her new girlfriend, D. D. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! I thought D was like being a perv or something. I didn't know how D old... looked like a grown woman. I I had no idea how old D was supposed to be until they she said that she was studying at Emory or something, mm-hmm. which is uh, a college. Yeah, so I was like, okay, she's college age, but like, what? Like anybody can go to college. So how old is she really? So why is it actually Hurricane Katrina outside? <laughs> oh my! Oh, it's Hurricane Tortilla, <laughs> but. When she was hitting on Nani, because we're going to get straight into it, and we're going to go back and forth. We're not going to go probably in order of the show, but Nani's, like, having trouble dealing with her sexuality. Mm-hmm. She's, like, kind of in love. Well, she's really in love with Patty. Who's her best friend on the yeah, show. Yeah, who's played by Debbie Ryan. And Nani's just, like, not – she's she's just very confused. So Dee, who is also competing gay, in the Miss Magic Jesus pageant. Yes. And Which she's, is an, an episode in and of itself. Yeah. She's all about that body positivity. She's a really great singer. She's so cool. And I thought, like, she was just a cool girl. Like, I thought she was a cool character until she started hitting on Nani, not because she's gay, but because she's, like, twice her age <laughs> or, or, like... It wasn't, like, twice her age, but it was just sort of, like... That was what? an exaggeration, but, like, she was old-er. And I think a lot of it... Um, with D partic- like in particular, mm. the makeup on this show is not well done. Oof. And that's not to hate on whoever the makeup artist is, because I think what they were trying to do, when it's pageant makeup, it's different. It's meant to be exaggerated and bold mm. and a little bit wild. Mm. But just like the everyday makeup was really, it looked really cakey and yeah. dry and all the lip colors looked like they had been rubbed off. It looked like they had been shooting the same scene. Like all for day. hours, and like you, it's like when you have that liquid lipstick on, and you go and drink some water, and you have like that butthole lip, Ooh, where like yeah. it's just outlined in color, and the middle has nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think they were trying to go for these bright colors, especially with like Regina with mm-hmm. her like hot pink lip. They're trying to do that whole Southern mom, which I think they kind of got hit the nail on the head with like the big gaudy jewelry. Yeah, and I think they were trying to portray the Real Housewives of Atlanta. Mm-hmm. That's not everyone in the South if you're not from here, but. Yeah, oh, it was, you could definitely tell it was Georgia. Like, you know when it's Georgia. It's like all the fancy houses and like you got all these Southern moms just like doing their something and they're all into pageants. It's definitely Georgia. You know what I just realized? Mm. 
I'm wearing my Atlanta Brave shirt today. Wow. And we're talking about Georgia. Oh my gosh. I'm wearing Adidas. That has Courtesy of Goodwill. <laughs> uh, yeah, the makeup. Ugh, because rough. they zoomed in on Patty's eyelashes, and I couldn't remember if it was from if it was from a Patty or a pageant scene or not. But the eyelashes were just like they were so obviously fake. Mm-hmm. I get it if they're for a pageant because pageant stuff, those eyelashes are obviously gonna fly at some point. I think Dixie had the best hair and makeup throughout the whole show. Yeah. Oh, Dixie. Um, <laughs> but Patty, I think she looked her best at her birthday roast, which we'll talk about. Yeah. She like. The lips looked good. The hair looked good. Her personality looked terrible, but that's a different Ah. story. As Bob Armstrong said, you are ugly on the inside. That is (laughs) such a Southern thing. And they said, bless your heart. Yeah, your parents would, like, take you somewhere and you're in, like, a nasty mood. It's like, don't get in here and be ugly. Oh, yeah. I My mom always tells me that. She's like, you're just ugly. Yeah, like, and you when don't, you're talking trash, it's like, oh, you're just being ugly. Yeah, you don't take it as if, like, it's an outside thing. It's definitely an inside thing. So you just kind of brush it off. You're just like, yeah. Like, I don't think other regions use ugly in that way. Mm. Well, and they don't say bless your heart as if it's it's like a pity thing. Bless your heart is an expression I frequent. Yeah. It's like, oh, you're so dumb. <laughs> But we were talking about earlier, the fashion on this show is really good. I love Nani's outfits. Nani's outfits are so cute. Although she did wear one outfit. It was a little questionable. It was She wore so much plaid. It was all different types of plaid. It's like, girl, calm down. Even um, Patty's outfits, some of them are mm-hmm. really cute. Like, she has this one shirt. I can't remember which episode it's in, but it's striped. Oh, I remember that. I thought that, that was so it, cute. Mm-hmm. I was like, where is that from? I need that. I know. I need, they definitely shopped at that H&M and Forever 21. Like, I'm happy because... A lot of shows with younger people, I feel like they're dressed by people who were never in high school, and um, they don't know how people dress. Because what I loved was Patty, recurrently, throughout the show, you can see she's wearing Converse in, like, every scene. Yeah. And that makes sense, because a lot of students are not running around wearing wedges and heels. That's just, that's not normal. Yeah, it's like 13 Reasons Why. Uh, What is that girl's name? It's, um, it's a girl that, uh... Hannah made out with Courtney. Courtney. She wore like this preppy like outfit every single day. Like nobody actually wears that. I'm like most people are not dressing like that. On the show, they showed certain articles of clothing like reappearing, and mm-hmm. I was like, "Thank you," because yeah. people wear the same outfit more than once. Oh, I do definitely, definitely during the week. <laughs> Lizzie McGuire, you're an outfit repeater. <laughs> And there's no shame in that. I guess, like, we need to start from the beginning. Like, what even is the show about? We have our girl, Debbie. Oh, I'm so sorry. (laughs) Debbie, quote-unquote, Fatty Patty, as she's commonly referred to. Yeah. She's going to school. Everyone's like, oh, you're so weird fat. And and she's doing voiceovers, which Mm -hmm. I said at the beginning I really hated. But I think going into it, it was – I had a lot of depth to the show, kind of show what everybody's thinking. So I was like, okay, I like it. I'll let it slide. Yeah. But um, she's going to school. She goes to gym class. Any fat girl's nightmare. and um, <laughs> Or just any girl in general. Honestly, just me. Yeah. Just, yeah. Ugh. She's running. She literally passes out. <laughs> and and she hasn't like, eaten in, like, a few days. I'm like, me too, girl. Pass out. <laughs> like, I'm like, me too, girl. I felt That's that. how you get out of it. Like, once I got hit in the head with the basketball and I didn't pass out, and I think it would have been better if I did. Um, but, um, yeah, so she's running, passes out, brick, her... Her One and only. Of course, the of course the unpopular fat girl has to have the crush on like the most popular guy in school. 
Although I guess he's the most popular. I don't even think the school has a concept of popularity. Like there is Magnolia, who is um, a different beauty queen. She's dating Brick. They did show different cliques in the beginning because she said she couldn't fit into any clique. But she was like too above sitting with these people, but also like, I don't fit in. I'm too above sitting with the geeks. Yeah, and she was saying like how everybody, like everybody, no matter who they were, would like call her Patty Patty. Mm-hmm. Which I think yeah. is really unrealistic. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not going to come come on here and say bullying doesn't exist. But it does. It's not as blatant. It, it does in closed doors. Behind closed doors. And I don't think the nerds would, like, like this is just a nerdy thing. Nerds are pretty nice most of the time. Although sometimes they could be a little, like, mean. And it's it could be hurtful. Sometimes they can be a little fat-headed. But <laughs> I don't think anyone is that bold in high school. No. There's a particular scene where Patty, I think it's a flashback. She's at mm-hmm. lunch. And one of the girls, who we never see again, by the way, Mm -hmm. and I think she's in Magnolia's clique. We never see this girl again. What happened to her? Is she dead? I don't know. She walks up to the table and takes Patty's food. She's like, hey, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Hungry. And then she's like, good. Maybe your body will freaking eat itself. And I was like, dang. Dang, girl. I said, that's "That's bold. bold." I don't (laughs) think any girls anyway don't know about boys. Girls are sneaky. Boys at, when I was in high school, boys can be a little bold. Boys are bolder than girls yeah. in that but aspect. girls, they don't want to have a cat fight right there. Because girls, if they're going to be vicious, it's normally behind your back. Yeah, because girls can plan that stuff out. Because mm-hmm. we're smart. If they're going to talk smack, it's normally <laughs> not right in front of your face. Yeah. But they'll, they'll build it. They'll talk a big game. Yeah. They'll say, whatever I say right here, I'll say to her face. And then they come up <laughs> and they're like, hey, Tammy. How are you? Yeah. <laughs> it's a huge it's like the switch. It's like that vibe where that guy's like, I know what you're talking he's about. He's like, I hate everybody at this Evan school. And then some girl like passes by he's, and he's like, hey. And he's like, Evan bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's so funny. But I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. It's like Jimmy or something. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Yeah. That, that literally is what, this, yeah. what, what real life is like. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so Patty is at the local. I'm going to say the local 7-Eleven, even though that's totally not what it is. It's just a convenience store. It's uh, booze and stuff. Booze and stuff. It's, it's what Choi's family mm-hmm. owned. Donald Choi. And Donald she's like, I'm going to give me some candy bar. Draw my feelings. And Nani was like, you need to ask out Brick because he helped you up in gym class. Yeah. And I said, <laughs> like, what the, how are we drawing this conclusion? <laughs> because that is my biggest fear is misinterpreting someone's kindness. Mm-hmm. Because some people, they're just trying to be nice. It doesn't mean they're hitting on you. Well, with uh, Patty's insecurity, any attention she gets, even after she loses all the weight, she thinks it's like true love. And we'll get into that. Yeah, and if for a second anyone has anything to deal with in their own life, I'm abandoned. No one loves me anymore. Or she makes it about herself. Yes. Like, she's like, well, I don't care. Like, girl, it's not about you. Patty was a character that I wanted to love. I wanted to root for her. Yeah. But every other minute, she just drove me insane. Uh Uh-huh. I was like, stop making everything about yourself. It was only when it came to pageants, I was like... Like, just let her win against Magnolia and Dixie. But, like, the other... Even the background characters, I'm like, can they win? <laughs> this this was when, like, Brick really showed his true colors in the mm-hmm. beginning. Also, in the beginning of this show, Brick has that 2011 Justin Bieber haircut, short size. It's, it's the boyfriend haircut. The, the cut. Y'all mm-hmm. know. 
And it's when every teenage girl lost their minds. When I first saw it, my like teeth shattered a little bit <laughs> because I said, why are we doing this in 2018? Um, but then I think like the sides started growing out a little bit. Mm-hmm. They went from a one to a three. And I said, okay, I can deal with this. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. So Patty went goes nani's like patty you need to ask out brick on a date i don't know why nani thought this is nani an idiot but in this episode an idiot but the fact that like nani like had a crush on patty even before Mm -hmm. like she got skinny and she's like urging have patty ask brick out it kind of shows like how good of a friend she is see this is where i'm kind of a little suspect okay because i'm like maybe nani knew that Brick was gonna turn her down, and Nani's like, because I'm her. It'll drive. Love. It'll drive her back. Okay, to me. that's just okay. a thought process. Don't know if that's what the writers intended. Yeah, but they basically stalked Brick to figure out like where he's gonna be. They're like, yeah, he buys beer every Friday night, <laughs> and then they go, and Patty's like, looking like an idiot. And Brick's like, oh, you thought just because I was nice to you that I liked you? Uh-huh. Wrong. <laughs> he leaves. I mean, he has a point, but he didn't have to be so rude about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean. That is true, though, because a lot of people do interpret, like, other people's niceness, mm-hmm. ki- ni- whatever, what, nice, kindness, genuineness, genuineness <laughs> as they like me, they're into me, let me act on this, but a lot of times it's just someone being nice. I knew a lot of people like that in high school, and of course, I wanted to be nice back to them, because you never know, maybe they just don't have a lot of friends, but you, like, help somebody in a class or whatever and then in the hallway they're like hey i'm just like yes when they try to be your best friend and you've Mm -hmm. only talked to them one time Mm -hmm. and that's not me being rude but i'm an introvert and if you come up to me like that and i've only talked to you once i'm probably gonna say like i don't know how to have a conversation after it takes me a long time to warm up to somebody Mm -hmm. to where i can comfortably speak so patty out of like rage because brick dumped her or whatever or rejected her she's eating her chocolate by the booze and stuff feeling sorry for herself mm-hmm. and this homeless guy comes up and he's like can i have that chocolate yeah, bar? The chocolate bar and she's like no he's like well you don't need it and then she punches him because he calls her fat <laughs> well he snatches the bar oh okay i don't like, remember that hey give me my candy and he like he punches her back in the face she's knocked out broken jaw liquid diet 70 pounds down three months in later. three months i know i wrote that down i was like 70 pounds in three that's months that's not healthy i was like that's crazy like does that even happen because i honestly you cannot lose 70 pounds in three yeah months. even with a liquid diet or whatever but I googled it because I wanted to know because I know you would lose weight if you broke your jaw because you are mm-hmm. not eating as much. And okay, I read a thing and this guy, his girlfriend was like worried because he was losing weight because he had gotten his broken his jaw or whatever, mm-hmm. and he had lost like fifteen pounds in like two weeks. Oh jeez. Well, Patty was trying to lose ten pounds in one week, and I'm so. like, that's a bit much. So I wrote down so. When Patty was still fat, she was, like, doing the voiceover, and she was talking about how, like, like when everybody was losing their virginity, and like, we saw this in the trailer. When everybody was losing their virginity behind the football stadium, I was at home watching every Drew Barrymore movie ever. I was like, first of all, there's nothing wrong with not losing your virginity in high school. It's perfectly normal, and you know what? If you want to watch every Drew Barrymore movie ever made, that is perfectly fine, too. Drew Barrymore is a perfectly fine woman. I think I second that whole virginity thing. 
Things happen when they happen. Yeah. Also, poor Drew Barrymore. She's been dragged into this. She's Patty's role model. Why? Okay, I never understood why they worship Drew Barrymore. Nani is because Nani, she wanted her a piece of that Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I think it was because, like, there was just movies that, like, Drew Barrymore play characters that really represented like patty's life i love drew wanted. barrymore but not enough to be like i'm going to the drew barrymore book signing did you notice there was like a netflix plug they were talking about but we have the binge season one of Santa Clarita Clarita diet. diet yeah like first of all season one's been out for like two years that's probably why they chose drew barrymore because they need to plug that in somewhere but yeah drew barrymore's cool she's a neat girl yeah like that's cool but like now she's patty's <laughs> I guarantee you some interviewer is going to ask, like, how do you feel about this, like, girl on TV show who killed two people? And Drew Barrymore is going to be like, well, I just think that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard Sarah Paulson's impression of Drew Barrymore? No. It's perfect. Wow. I do love Sarah Paulson. I'm going to so. link it on the blog if you haven't seen it. I think it's okay. amazing. And then, we, so I was watching a show, less than three minutes in, they had said the title twice already. It's like, that must be some sort of record. Be like, roll credits. When Patty loses the weight, she's going to find an attorney so that she can, you know, get some type of justice for getting Mm -hmm. punched in the face. That's when she meets Bob Armstrong. From Armstrong and Armstrong. And he meets her and is like, whoa, I can get back into pageantry. Because before, he was the beauty pageant coach to Dixie Sinclair, Mm -hmm. who is the adopted Chinese daughter of Regina Sinclair. There's a reason why we said Chinese daughter, because it has a prominent role in this show. She's very uh, super duper 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 super annoying. She has these fake teeth that are because she has fangs as teeth underneath. Mm Mm-hmm. Which mama, is like every episode. Mama. And I'm like, girl, stop. <laughs> oh, she was so funny, though. Like, I just loved her at some she point. She was so stupid. Oh, <laughs> my God. But um, Regina Sinclair, basically, because she knew her daughter was going to lose to Magnolia mm-hmm. Barnard, whose father is Bob Barnard, the rival of Bob Armstrong. Mm-hmm. She knew oh. she was going to lose. She created a sexual assault allegation against Bob. Yeah, which basically ruined Bob's reputation mm-hmm. because... As both a lawyer and a pageant coach, because yeah. it's a small town. Also, I like how accurately it represents today's society where... I'm not going to say, like, every girl, like, is wrong when they accuse a man of sexual assault. But there are there are instances where they just do it out of revenge. And they did that there because... Dixie and Regina are all about that revenge. I wouldn't necessarily even blame Dixie in that situation because her mom invented that lie. Yeah. And Dixie just kind of followed along with it. Because poor Dixie. She just don't have any brain in there. She doesn't have anyone other than her mom. Yeah, who picked her up from a from a ditch in China. In China. <laughs> in China. But, um, yeah, so he Bob gets a call from Patty. And keep in mind, Bob's, like, suicidal at this point. He's in his mm-hmm. car with a literal gun in his mouth. Mm-hmm. And he claims Patty, Patty saved him. And then Patty's like, I'll be your pageant girl. Well, th- this scenario kind of comes up later in the show where she's like, if I was fat, would you still, like, take me on as your client or, like, make me do beauty pageants? And he was like, no, probably not. Probably not, honey. Probably not. At least he was truthful. <laughs> yeah, at least he wasn't, like, it's all about what's in the inside. 
And you're ugly on the because when it's <laughs> because when it's a pageant, not saying like you can't compete in pageants if you aren't like the stereotypical ideal of beauty, but Dee did it. Yeah, true. It's all about confidence at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And Patty had zero confidence, so mm-hmm. yeah. But they start coaching together. And that's when all of the pageant drama starts. I would like to point out, at the beginning of the show, when they were doing the voiceovers, both Bob and... I feel like we need to, like, separate the Bob. So, like, we should call Bob just... Bob Armstrong, just Bob. And then Bob Barnard would just be Barnard. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Bob was... He did a voiceover, and they were talking about how... This is the story of how Patty became, like, Miss America or something. Like, I remember them talking about that. So I guess we can already assume that she's going to win every single pageant that ever came to be. She's cutthroat. She killed that homeless guy. I mean, she didn't really kill. I mean. But she wanted him dead. She wanted him dead and she yelled at him. She, like, set him on fire. Okay, so was that, like, her actual, like, was that actually her fault? Like, I knew she was thinking about it. So was that actually her, like, saying It's her fault that she got him in the hospital. Him dying was a result of her doing what she did. No, but, like, did he actually just, like, try to light a cigarette and just... Invented. Okay, because I was, like, really confused. I was like, okay, did she actually, like, set him on fire or just... Like, she poured booze all over him. I knew that part, but I didn't know if she actually, like, put the match on him and then just, like, left. I think she, like, set the room on fire. Oh, I don't know. You know what, Patty? Everything's your fault. And Bob kind of lied to save her, which he has to do repeatedly throughout the series. Poor Bob. She can't stay in her lane. Yeah, poor Bob. So, basically, because Patty's not getting all this attention from Bob Armstrong, she's, like, in love with him. Which, I always, that was just weird. Oh, it was so weird. Every time she, like, looked at him with her, like, puppy eyes, and she's like, we're soulmates. It's like, girl. Well, she tried to full-on break up his marriage. Yeah, and I'm so glad that the show didn't go the route where Bob, like, started to, like, fall in love with Patty, too. Because I felt like that was going to go somewhere. We already had pedophilia in the show with Regina and Brick. It was, Bob's like, son. It was, like, funny, though. It was just... <laughs> it was... I don't want to say it's funny because I feel like then that creates, like, a double standard. It was a double standard, but, like, I don't know. But, like, the thing was, Bob never, like, liked Patty that way. Mm-mm. So, is it a double standard? Because because Regina, like, kept, like, hitting, I don't know. Regina won her piece of some brick. Yeah. It was just, I don't know. I feel like people are going to get offended by everything. But, like, some things are just, like, just supposed to be satire. It's not supposed to mean anything. We all knew it was creepy, but... Whatever. But Patty becomes obsessed, and she's willing to do anything to get with Bob. And she finds out that Bob had an affair 20 years ago mm-hmm. with another pageant coach, Stella Rose. And Stella has this locket, and she gives it to Coralie, Bob's wife. Who knew Stella Rose would turn out to be the crazy one? I mean, she was vindictive in the, uh, what is it, like, buckaroo yeah, the rodeo, the one in Alabama or whatever. Mm-hmm. I knew, I, I honestly thought after the episode she was just going to, like, disappear. I thought it was just, like, a one-time storyline. But little did we know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was, like, Did she crazy. make a comeback? 
Yeah. Um, oh, I just put in here, I love Nani. I don't know where this was, but I just love Nani. I, listen, I like Nani, and I respect her going through her whole sexuality venture. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of people experience that in adolescence. But my biggest problem was she had no spine. And oh, she yeah. would get mad at Patty for making everything about herself. But I'm like, Nani, you can say no to her. Mm-hmm. You don't have to run to Patty's aid every time she calls. And I get that she's, like, in love with her. But you know what? Patty obviously isn't in love with you. I think there's a time that you do have to move on. I mean, and she's straight, so. Yeah. So when Nani kissed Patty and, like, revealed her true feelings, I was kind of, like, on both sides. I was on Nani's side because Patty was like, oh, I don't care about that. But, like, Nani's feelings still need to be put in consideration. But at the same time, Nani's making it as if, like, what, you're not in love with me? Like, I just kissed you. It's it's as if, like. I think she got angry because mm. it was like Patty is giving her permission to be gay. Mm-hmm. And like she's like I'm not asking for your permission. She's just she's like I'm still trying to figure this out. Like she mm-hmm. like she doesn't know if she's like gay or not and like this subject comes up with different people. Like she's questioning it because she says, you know, I've never liked another girl only Patty. Mhm. And this is why I kind of this is why I have issues with D. Because when she meets Dee, it's like Dee is almost like pressuring her into this yeah. date. She's kind of like, it doesn't have to be a date. It can be whatever you want it to be. Blah, 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 blah. And like Nani is clearly saying, hi, I'm unsure yeah. of my orientation. And like with this, I'm going to go ahead and like probably spoil the biggest reveal in the show. So Barnard, Bob Barnard identifies as gay and he's in love with bob armstrong which is wild because they have this rivalry throughout the entire show yeah like since they were like 14 Mm -hmm. and barnard basically dumped armstrong former fatty Mm -hmm. because he had gotten cool or whatever yeah so barnard kisses armstrong and like armstrong's just like i don't know how i feel about this so like he goes home and I don't think Coralie, like, at this point, Coralie's, like, left. Like, she's just, like, trying to figure her own stuff out because he, like, Bob She's so she, mad about Stella Rose. There's, like, a whole bunch of storylines going on. I know we're going out of order, but I feel like this, like, fits with, like, Dee and Nani. Can like, I say what this show kind of, mm-hmm. you know how when you see things, it's like, this plus this equals this show. Mm-hmm. For me, this is what I think this show is trying to be. Jane the Virgin plus Riverdale. Equals insatiable. But the thing is, like, we don't really see them in high school that much. Mm -mm. Which I kind of liked. But, like, if you're going to make it about high school kids, at least put them in high school. But anyways, so Bob Armstrong actually does kisses Barnard back. But he's, like, confused. He's like, wait, I didn't. Huh? Huh? Bob Barnard does kisses Bob Armstrong. (laughs) Oh, my God. Continue. Okay, so, like. Armstrong goes home, and he's like, what the F? Like, what just happened? He's like, I'm trying to fix my relationship with Coralie. This is not helping. And then when when did, like, Barnard start, like, really trying to seduce, like? I think the real seduction went down at Patty's birthday party, which I think is episode eight. No, they had the, uh, the picnic before, though, right? The picnic at the office. Yeah. I don't know. There was at some point. But where, I think it's the same episode. Yeah, but Barnard's like trying to seduce Bob Armstrong. He's like, 
Like, you kiss me back. Like, Leave your wife. You obviously have feelings for me. And he's like, you're obviously gay. And Bob Armstrong at this point is just like, I don't know what I am. He's like, maybe I'm bisexual. And he says, bisexual is just like a train stop to Gayville. Which I kind of like, <laughs> I, I didn't like that. I could not tell if it was a joke or not. Because I thought if it was a joke, they would resolve it by the end of the episode. Being like, okay, like bisexuality is a real thing. And been like, okay, that's like. But they like, kind of didn't. They didn't. And I was like. They were kind of like, bisexuality isn't a real thing. And I'm like, Ooh, yeah, I and, don't know how I feel about that. And so Bob Armstrong was like, maybe I'm just bisexual. But he's at the same time, he's like, but I'm not sure yet. Like, I'm just trying to figure this out. And then he like eventually like comes to terms with his like sexuality. And then it seems like Bob Barnard is, like, having trouble kind of dealing with what he mm-hmm. identifies as because <laughs> Coralie comes back, and that's just a whole nother rodeo. Like, Bob – sorry, Barnard mm-hmm. is kind of, like, hyper-masculinity. He, like, always has his shirt off, always exercising, mm-hmm. blah, 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 Whereas Bob Armstrong is super effeminate. He's into pageants, and he wears, like, spanks. Yeah. And he likes to do makeup and he like he's into hair. Okay, at the beginning, I'm not trying to like stir up or anything. I didn't know if it was because they were su- southern men, but I was like I get what you're saying, because I'm on the same boat. Like I'm not trying to like stereotype because there are masculine, like gay men, and then mm-hmm. there are straight men who are super feminine, mm-hmm. and like there are straight women who are more masculine. And I thought that was just the case. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of I'm not going to say a lot of Southern men, but, like, a lot of Southern men are kind of a little, as Bob would say, free. Unless you get – but that's, like – I feel like that's rich people. Mm -hmm. Like, when you're wearing your pink pastel vineyard vine shirt Mm -hmm. and your powder blue pants. You know, there's nothing wrong with it, but – No, no Tina Shea, just facts. Bob Armstrong, like, tries to talk to Brick about, like, their relationship, like, Mm -hmm. because – Barnard and Armstrong are trying to, like, form a relationship. It's, like, going crazy. Like, there's so much stuff happening. Because Barnard has decided that he's going to leave his wife, Edna May. And he automatically assumes that Armstrong is just going to leave. Which I thought was kind of, oh, because I think it's more complicated because both of them have children. Mm-hmm. Like, Magnolia is obviously, like, seems fine with it. Mm-hmm. Because, because she, her mom is kind of out of the picture all the time anyway. Her mm-hmm. mom's a doctor, but I guess she's, like... A doctor that's, like, traveling all the time. But with Brick, who doesn't really get that much attention, like, at all, I could see where it really hurts him. He was talking to his dad, and he was like, big surprise, you're gay. Like, you, like, care more about shoes and purses than your own son. Or, like, you, like, pageants. Like, big surprise. And I think they're going to bring the daughter into the next season because they oh, mentioned really? her a few times. I know they were talking about. They have her. a daughter who's in Iraq. I want to meet the. I want to see this daughter. Like they to... talk about her a lot. Mm-hmm. And then Coralie is just she comes back into the picture and she's you know she's ready to try to work things out with the Stella Rose thing and their marriage. And at the birthday party, she's basically slapped in the face with, "Oh, my husband's gay." Yeah, I kind of hate how. Brick and Coralie, like when Patty was apologizing to them, she's like, I'm so sorry. And they were like, You did us a big favor. I'm like, Pfft. Like, I get they need to know the truth, but that was not the right it was way. Uncalled for because you just outed both of them who were in like, front of their families. Yeah. And the whole town, basically. Barnard may have been ready to like tell like some of his close like friends and family, 
But Armstrong was not ready whatsoever. I think that should have been completely up to them and, like, in their choosing. And then the way Bob handled it was a lot better than, like, I if I would have just been in that situation, I would have actually choked her out. See, my problem is not only did she do that, but why she did it. It was so frustrating. Mm-hmm. She made it about herself again. She's she. Like, that's why he's abandoning me. Yeah, so basically, she outed him at her birthday roast, which is where they were going to raise money for... See, we're all out of place here. Everything's... There's a lot that happens in the show. Okay, so basically, at this birthday roast, everybody's roasting her because they're trying to raise money for Dixie because she like got pushed off a weenie truck by, by Patty. Patty because she got bit in the neck. It, it's a whole big thing. Yeah. So <laughs> it's like too much to get into. So Patty is... Like, on this throne, taking all these hits or whatever. And the thing is, it's all stuff we've heard before. So, like, I get it's hurtful. But, like, Patty, you're ugly on the inside. So, you know what? Whatever. And this this whole roast birthday party is at Barnard's house. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the fact for you to feel so confident and bold to out this man in his own home. Yeah. So, basically, what happens is, like, this is all Barb Armstrong's idea just to, like, get people to... Um, it was like to have like for people to like Patty more because she can take all this mm-hmm. because the whole thing that went down at the weenie mobile whatever that's Patty's sponsor because Donald Choi's dad sold the booze and stuff to, <laughs> to take over a wiener taco this is all too much yeah there's a wiener taco it's a hot dog in a taco shell mm-hmm. uh they also have or wet Patty's tots. mother works they also have wet tots I don't want to know what that... I guess it has cheese on it. It looked like it had cheese on it, but... I don't know. But Patty's birthday is basically... It's her 18th birthday. Her mom kind of leaves her because her old boyfriend... Slash Patty's potential father. I think that's a definite. Yeah. Because the whole thing... Patty... I think the source of her abandonment issues is with her dad. Because her dad left her. Mm-hmm. And she talks about it in her Miss Magic Jesus speech. Yeah. And her mom just, like, doesn't really care her for her Her mom was kind of absentee in the beginning. But mm-hmm. she did She did kind of come around. But then she just left her. I was like, what is her problem? I think she's on her own mission. Because she took Kitty, the car. Yeah. But the thing is, like, just because your daughter turns 18 doesn't mean she can just... Yeah, I mean, I would never do that, but she's like, I'm coming back, but, like, she has to sort out her own thing. Yeah, so so Patty's kind of feeling alone, and then she sees the two bobs together, and she's like, somehow this is about me. I have no idea how so, it is. First of all, Patty's just walking around this house as if it's her own. She's just, like, opening bedrooms. Like, you don't do that in somebody's house. I found gross was how she's supposed to be into Brick. And yeah. I'm like, you... Realize that you hurt Brick, too, by, uh-huh. like, one, tearing apart his parents' marriage, two, outing his father in front of everybody. I'm like, you're not thinking about anybody other than you. And the thing, she says it, okay, she outs them because she thinks, oh, Bob Armstrong thinks I need to let all my secrets out, let everybody roast me over, like, let everybody see true me, but he's not showing his true self. I'm like, first of all, you have no right to, like, let out anybody's sexuality. That is... Like, she doesn't have a problem that big mm-hmm. to, like, that needs to just come out or anything. Like, her biggest problems are, like, she's insecure. She just needs, like, people to see the true, like, true her. And she has a psycho boyfriend. Yeah. We've yet to talk about. Yeah. So, like, she outs the bods because she's like, 
Bob Armstrong thinks I need to let out all my secrets, then I'm going to let out his. He's gay and, like, having sex with Bob Barnard. And then, like, the thing is, is after she does all of these things to Bob, she expects him to just be at her beck and call. She goes home and cries and eats an entire sheet of cake. That scene I really enjoyed, honestly, because it's it's clear that Patty has binge eating disorder Mm. um, and abandonment issues, but... She's, like, sitting there eating this cake. There's no music. And then the credits roll up, and you can still hear her eating the cake. I know. Cake. And the thing was the thing where it says, like, next episode in five, like, where you can click it. It wouldn't, like, let me click it just yet. And I'm like, I don't want to hear this. It's so I disgusting. I liked it because it was, like, really real. I liked it. Like, I liked the aspect of it, but the sound was just, like, gross to me. So I was like, I don't want to hear this. And me and Katie have been texting about the show since yesterday. But mm-hmm. on her birthday cake... She has, there's a rainbow on it. It's like a big I thought that slap. was like a big slap in the face yeah. for what she just did. Mm-hmm. But she calls Bob expecting him to help her. After all, she's put him through. I'm like, yeah, no. She's went through so much. Poor, like, poor Bob. I'm like, Patty, nobody owes you anything. Like, Bob's made mistakes, but let him solve those mistakes in his own time. And Brick lets Patty go stay with him when... Patty gets creeped out by Christian. I mean, I kind of understand that. Like, she's being stalked. Yeah, Christian is, like, crazy. But it just shows how much of a sweetheart Brick is. Mm -hmm. Christian. So, let's talk about Christian. We meet him probably in the second episode. It's, like, pretty early. It's pretty early on. We see him, and then we don't really see him for a while. So, basically, he's new, so he doesn't know... Patty, Patty. Yeah, because apparently Patty is like a completely different different person, and nobody knows who she is now that well, she's Well, he, he was new to the school. Well, yeah, but everybody else is like, "So are you new here?" Because I think Magnolia said that. Are you new here? I don't think anyone paid attention to Patty as much as she thought they did. Yeah. Ooh. See with that insecurity. Because that's like the biggest thing. Like when you're freaking out about something, just know everybody's worried about themselves. Like, nobody cares yeah. about you. Maybe those flashbacks are what Patty thinks really happened. I'm sure to a degree some of it did happen. Like, mm-hmm. I'm sure the thing with the girl walking up to her, I'm sure that happened. Mm-hmm. But the aspect of everyone looking and pointing and, like, jeering at you when, when you're, you're walking, walking down the hallway. I think that was a big exaggeration. I'm like, I don't – no one cares. Because mm-hmm. everyone is so caught up in their own stuff. No one is paying attention mm-hmm. to you. Yeah, and everybody says, it's high school, like... You're never as important as you think you are. Yeah, so where were we? (laughs) But yeah, Christian, he's new to the school. He's, like, super into Patty. He thinks she's, like, mysterious because she doesn't want to reveal her former fatty Patty self to him. And it comes out Christian's father's a pastor, preacher, whatever, some Mm -hmm. sort of religious man. Yeah, he's a pastor. He's kind of... I mean, he's, I'm not gonna say he's crazy, but he thinks Patty is a demon inside of her. Mm-hmm. So, which isn't true. She just has a teratoma. Yeah, but she, I think Patty is the real demon. <laughs> Paging Doctor Bailey. <laughs> Doctor Bailey. Doctor Gray. <laughs> Doctor Gray. <laughs> no, it's Doctor Montgomery Shepherd, or just Montgomery now. Doctor MS. Yeah, she gotta get that teratoma out of her. That's that's her specialty. Mm-hmm. Or. I guess. For those of you who don't know what a teratoma is, it's uh, basically a parasitic twin. Patty ate her twin. 
in the womb. It's not really eight. It's like you can absorb. Oh, come on. She ate it. <laughs> she, she chopped on that twin. She said, <laughs> she said, come to me, kitty. And they were like, oh, so she's had big uh, binge eating problems since the beginning. But she thinks she's pregnant with Christian's baby after they run away. I thought she was their like, freak on. I thought she was like literally pregnant. I said, what an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> like such an idiot. But um, I like the openness of a... Uh, not like sexuality, but I like promiscuity, I guess. Mm-hmm. Because with Brick, he's like setting up this like ooh getting down time in his room. Mm-hmm. He has like flowers and candles, and his dad's like, "Oh, you have a girl, right? Yeah, yeah. be yeah. And I'm like, "Wow, wish that was like real life." I think it was because Bob Armstrong is just not so present in his son's life. He just he's just like do whatever you want. And then Patty's mom, because she had a past of promiscuity, she's not super surprised that, like, Patty's, you know, going to, going to experiment, going to do things with guys. But and I think she fears that her daughter's going to go down the same path that she did. Yeah, I I know the whole scene where Patty was trying to, like, find out if she was pregnant, her mom was just, like, so calm. She didn't yell at Patty or anything. She's like, you know what? It happens. But you know what? It better not happen to you. Yeah, her mom was, like, really supportive, mm-hmm. which is what made me like Patty's mom mm-hmm. because she's kind of like, I'm not going to sit here and judge you because I – Went through the same thing when I was your age, mm-hmm. but I definitely don't they want have you. This open discussion about abortion and adoption. Yeah, I can definitely tell. It was when the abortion thing came up that the show was definitely trying to hit all of the like marks in today's society. I liked that it was an open conversation because in real life in the Southern Bible Belt, mm-hmm. that would not happen. No. I know. I remember. I I don't know where this came up, but I think I was talking to my mom. Like, I knew a girl. Like, there were, like, girls at my old high school that had gotten pregnant or whatever. And I was telling her, like, stuff about her boyfriend or whatever. And I'm like, I feel so bad for her. And and, uh, she's keeping the baby. She's like, well, of course she has to keep the baby. (laughs) She's like, okay. Let me keep my liberal mouth shut. Like, (laughs) let me just be quiet. (laughs) That's when I was just like... And my mom said, if that ever happened to you, I would be so mad, but you keeping that baby. It's like, I mean, obviously, I don't want to be in that position, but you know what? Whatever. I don't know what I would do in that situation. I don't want to be in that situation. But I think you should have the choice. Yeah. Like, you should. You're 17. It's like Nani. Nani said, you don't have any money, you don't have anything. What I liked about, um, so it's her, her mom is Edame. Is that her? No. Not Nani, but um, Patty's mom? No. Who's NMA? That's Magnolia's mom. Okay, I mean the names all confused. What's her mom's name? I don't know. Mom. Okay, so mom is like... <laughs> whatever, I can't remember. Any I don't remember what her name is. She's not in that many scenes. I think it starts with like a C or something. Whatever. Christine? Eh, I don't know. <laughs> I can't <laughs> Google it because that's going to bother me. I don't know. So what I really liked is that her mom said... It's your choice, however. I just personally wouldn't have an abortion. Like, that's just her personal mm-hmm. choice. But she said, but it's your choice. But she choice. said theoretically. Yeah. Angie. 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 Okay. Wow, we were... Christine. Where did I think of Christine I, from? I don't know. I said it started with a C. Whatever. Anyways. Um, yeah, I really liked Patty's mom. She does leave in the beginning of the show to go to, like, some AA retreat. And Patty gets kind of mad because she's like, you abandoned me. Just like that. 
Just like that. Like, hasn't your mom probably done like, this before? Mom's like, hey, baby girl. Hi. Don't know if you noticed, but I have alcoholism. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to work on myself. And, like, you're more incapable of taking care of yourself. Like she's 17. Like, I'm not trying to say, abandon your kids. But when you're seven, you can take care of yourself. Like, you got Nani. Just do your thing. I know. You got Nani whipped. Like, she'll do whatever. Yeah. I love that it's a birthday tradition for them to eat an entire sheet cake from Costco. Oh, and then she, like, I knew when she was, like, eating that cake, though. She started off with a fork. I'm like, she's going to use her hands at some point. She said, but she wouldn't even, like, swallow any of no, that. No, I said, girl. I was like, girl, <laughs> calm down. She was, like, competitive. She did competitive eat. She Ooh, the crawfish. crawfish. Oh, what I found, like, so, this is another thing about Patty when she was selfish. She was, like, she, so Bob also, Bob Armstrong also had eating issues as a kid. Mm-hmm. He would, like, binge eat and stuff. But now he's, like. Watching his way, he's doing good, and he goes up to. Hold on, I'm gonna sneeze. Oh no, I'm not gonna sneeze now because I said it. Wow, we love a tradition. <laughs> oh shoot, <laughs> whatever. So Bob, I don't know what he was trying to apologize about. Like I can't remember. There were so many apologies in this whole show. Oh, it was for turning Patty down. Okay. And then she runs off. Stella Rose is gonna be my new beauty coach. Okay. So. Um, Roxy. Roxy is. Dana Turner from Camp Rock 2. Yeah. I knew. I was going to get to it before you did. That's I'm like, the scene with Nick Jonas. And he's like, introducing me. <laughs> well, I never. <laughs> just talked about my shoes. Oh, uh, I knew. I saw her somewhere. I was like, I got to look her up. And I, that's her. Anyways, so Patty's doing the crawfish anything because she don't know how to express her feelings. She's like, I'm going to eat my feelings. So Bob is like, I got to apologize. Like, I'm so sorry. And she's like, if you apologize and eat this entire thing of crawfish. I cannot eat crawfish. But the thing is, I feel so bad for Bob because he obviously didn't want to eat it. Mm -hmm. And he had, like, weight issues. And she basically forced him. Yeah, I'm like, Patty, why are you trying to trigger him? And she made it about herself again. She's like, you want me to forgive you? Eat this entire thing of crawfish. I can't do that. Also, how did he win? Because he started way after everybody else. Because he shoved them down his throat. He must have eaten some of those shells or whatever. Ugh. That's Ugh so I don't like because they have eyes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so disgusting. No. They have I don't eyes. eat crawfish. They have, like, eyes and antenna. Ugh. I can't. So, oh, we should talk about the intro to every single episode where it's, like, the lips. Ugh. And then she, I do find it satisfying when she, like, bites or the it's like, time. Maybe that'll be the gift that I use, but um, if I can find it. Yeah. But is that supposed to be Debbie Ryan's mouth? Because it doesn't look I don't look think good. it is. Her lips aren't that shape. And then, like, the black lipstick is like... Ew. Gross. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Roxy, who is uh, Stella Rose's pro- protege. Protege. And the buckaroo, whatever thing. She, we find out that Roxy... Is Stella's daughter. Da da da. da, da, da. That she put up for adoption. And who's the baby daddy? Da da da. Bob Barner. Who Bob Armstrong, Bob Armstrong thought it was him because he had an affair around the time. Because the time added up. Yeah. Oh, uh, they're trying to add everything up. It's like, like it doesn't confuse me. But we're trying to explain it. There's just so much. This stuff is going a on. show that you just have to watch, mm-hmm. understand, because they they try to connect every character. Yeah. So, basically, what happens is, so, we all know Bob Armstrong had an affair with Stella Rose during his marriage to Coralie, and he wanted to stay with Coralie, so he left Stella Rose. So, to get back at Bob 
Armstrong. She slept with Bob Barnard. And then here comes Bob Barnard wanted to drop his, like, drop his feelings or whatever. Yeah. And then every time I think Stella Rose, I think of that One Direction song. What was it? name was George Rose. Oh, okay. And her dad was a dead I was like, is there, a, is there a song called Stella Rose? I just keep thinking of that. Mm. And I wasn't even a 1D girl, and it just keeps playing in my head. I keep hearing on, sorry, off track. I keep hearing so much stuff on the radio, like One Direction getting back together. I'm like, please no. Like, I don't need, I don't want this. Listen, Harry Styles' solo career. Honestly, all of them have done pretty well mm-hmm. with their solo careers. His, his album is so good. I, I didn't expect it to be that good. I love it. I wanted to see him in concert. But those tickets were expensive. Mm-hmm. So I just sat at home and pretended I was there. So I wrote, okay, I don't know why I wrote this. It's in quotes. I don't know who said this. There's no real rock. Oh, this is Christian, like talking to Patty. There's no real rock anymore. Nothing that tells the truth. And I just said gag. What? <laughs> okay, so remember they were talking about music. Or whatever, oh, and they were in the car yeah. together, and he was like, "There's no real rock anymore. Nothing tells the truth." I'm 16 and I'm deep because I don't listen to top 40 music. And he's like, "I'm gonna go to California, just like I'm like be where real culture is. I'm gonna go to the House Blues. Oh, I'm gonna go to the Viper Room. I'm like, <laughs> chill out." And then Patty's just like, "I'll come with you." Patty's like, "Okay, Drew okay. Barrymore. Drew Barrymore." She's like. <laughs> But Drew Barrymore's probably on her book tour. So. And Christian's like, I think it's so freaking hot how you're actually psychotic and how you have a demon in you. Because I'm psychotic. He's like, give me that demon, baby. Give it to me. Oh, I also said, the Jesus song is the best part of the series. Never mind, it's the exorcism scene. <laughs> was so funny she has an actual exorcism in a science lab it was after so- she pushes dixie out of her wheelchair side note it turns out she's not paralyzed yeah but may patty look like she actually like had a jerk. yeah so basically what happens is we have Choi, nani and bob armstrong like given this exorcism because nobody else can do it and they're like, we got to get this demon out of her. And Bob Armstrong's just like, I don't know what I'm doing, but you know what? He's like, get my priest costume. Because this school doesn't throw away anything. So he gets a priest costume, and he's he's like skipping all the stuff. He's like, this goes on for a while. And then there's this huge storm going on outside, Category 4 storm. I, why are they at the school in the first place? Storm chasers. Storm chasers. <laughs> so every time something happens, like something like, they're saying something, like, the power of Christ compels you. Like, the tree goes through the window. I think about that dog. The yeah. power of Christ compels the, you. The Christine. Uh, Christine Sudoku. Mm-hmm. So, and then she starts throwing up. Everybody's like, oh, my goodness, it's not working. Whatever. But no, she just ate a lot of paper because her demon, which is her, her, her demon, I'll put in that in quotes, is her twin sister that she ate, Kitty. And I'm going to say ate. Kitty, we find out. Is actually the name of her potential father's car. She think her Kitty sixty six. Could you imagine twins Kitty and Patty? Kitty, I think the name Kitty is kind of cute. It's cute, but, but like you know, as a nickname. But you know what? You get older. You gotta get a job. Like I Kitty from that seventy show. Oh yeah. But it's short for like I think it's short for Catherine. Mm-hmm. And it's just a nickname. Like I'm cool with Kitty as a nickname. Yeah, just not an actual name. Mm-mm. I would never name my child Kitty. Unless you name him Kitty and just nickname him Catherine. It's like when I hear people say Katie Cat. 
Ooh. Uh. See, I don't have any nicknames like that. Oh my that, god, so. Katy Perry has her cover girl lipstick. It's like, the Katy Cat Matt. I'm like, isn't that what she calls her fans, Katy Cats? I don't even know. I used to be a Katy Cat like back in the day, <laughs> like when I was 12. Was in California Girls. That was my era. I did have a California Girls poster in my room. Sixth grade California Girls. Yeah. It was cool. They're undeniable. <laughs> Oh god. They're insatiable. <laughs> I need to stop. Oh, yeah. Oh, I guess we need to get to just like the sadistic part. It's just because oh. we're about to hit the hour mark and we still have to do our quiz. Um Christian, it's revealed that he has a dark past. He stalked his old girlfriend in Brazil mm-hmm. and kidnapped her, so that's why because they keep bringing up throughout the show, the pastor's like, this is why we have to get out of Brazil. I'm like, what happened to Brazil? And they're always like, yeah, we're sending Christian to military school because he's also a drug dealer and Magnolia has a drug problem. She overdoses, blah, 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 blah. Okay, we get it's a big issue, but like, honestly, it's not that big issue in the show. A it's lot kind of goes just, down in like the last episode. It kind of just happened. Well, the, the overdose kind of happened like Early in the show. I feel like it didn't even matter. It didn't, honestly. But so. Christian is with Magnolia, and she's like, I need you to take me here. He basically throws her in the trunk, sedated, finds Patty, and gives her an ultimatum. Like, Well, he thinks because, like, Magnolia tells him, like, pageant girls will do anything mm-hmm. to, like, win. So he thinks anything. So he kidnaps her biggest competition. As some romantic gesture. Oh, wait. We need to, like... Hold on. Before we get to, like, the Christian thing, we need to talk about Patty was was going to kidnap Roxy. Mm-hmm. And then Patty ended up getting kidnapped by Stella Rose and Roxy because they set it up as a trap. And Stella Rose is actually going to kill Patty. Because she wants to get back at Bob Armstrong. Mm-hmm. So that he, like, won't be able to live with himself. Yeah. And she handcuffs her to, like, the Wienermobile, and, like, tries to put an exhaust pipe with the hose so, like, mm-hmm. she'll basically die of asphyxiation. And Patty ends up getting out by being a fatty, and she, like, eats those, like, Twinkie-looking things. Well, she didn't really eat them that much. I mean, well, she, she went, <laughs> and spit, and then slit her hand out of the thing. Yeah, like, like butter. And it's later revealed that she killed Stella Rose. I knew when she said to Christian, like, I did some dark stuff, like, escaping from Stella Rose, like, she I killed I assume when she broke out, she killed her. Yeah. I just wonder how. Season two. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. So, Christian's like, we can kill Magnolia together, and then we can be together. Like, you can not boo thing. And she's like, Christian, that's crazy. You think I would do something like you that? You think I would? And then she has this realization. She's, she's like, like, I did do that. Oh, my gosh. This girl's like, right. This show is writing itself. We love she's- being self-absorbed. <laughs> and then Christian, Magnolia's waking up. She's like, hi. What's going on? <laughs> and Patty takes a while to, like, actually decide what to do. She's, then eventually she's like, Magnolia, run. I'm like, Patty, run. I'm like, Patty, run. And Christian's holding a crowbar, and he's about to, like, boop her. And then Patty takes it, bashes that head in. He's she's like, like, you're crazy. She's like, I'm a good person. I'm, I'm a, a good, good person. person. I'm a good person. And she does it over and over and over. And I thought the show would end right there. It could have been better if she didn't say it so flat. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, I'm a good person. I'm a good person. And then the blood gets all over her. And that head gets bashed in. And she kills him. And then she calls up her old buddy Bob Armstrong. Who was about to commit suicide again. Mm-hmm. But then he's like, 
you saved me again, Patty, to help her basically get rid of the body. My favorite thing that he said, though, he was like, I think we are fated. Like, they're, they're like, fated to be, as if that's a word. Is that a word? Well, I've never heard him. I believe in fate. Everything happens for a reason. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was going to kiss her. Like, I didn't think that. Oh, I did. He was, like, <laughs> looking at her, and they were, like, super close. He was like, I think we are soulmates. I was like, please don't kiss her. I don't think, like, soulmates has to necessarily be, like, a romantic thing. I don't think so either, but, you know, I didn't know how this show was going to turn. Because, like, some people are friends, and they're like, we're soulmates. Because, like, sometimes you meet someone who's your friend, and they just, they get you. Yeah. click, and that's great. Taylor, I think we're soulmates. Oh, my God. <laughs> Changing the name to Soulmates Podcast. <laughs> yeah, they're trying to get rid of the body. They take the car. They try to put it down a river. They push it down a river. It doesn't even get pushed down there. And Bob's freaking out. He's Bob like, pulls a Taylor. Mm. Hey, when the minor inconvenience yeah. happens, and I, I actually have an aneurysm. Why? Why? He's like, Why? what the fuck? And then they look into the camera. And the show ends. And that is how you can tell they're setting it up for season two. Mm-hmm. I'm actually pretty excited. I want to know where this goes. I want to know what happens after this. I loved when it got dark because it was so unexpected. And I was waiting for it to get dark. Did we talk about the thruple? I was going to at the beginning, but I was like, that's getting way too much into it. So, like, we'll do that at the end. Okay, the thruple. Well, we're kind of, like, pressed for time. We'll go over it really quick. Okay, Thruple. Um, Coralie, both of the Bobs, they're like, well, Bob Barnard's kind of like against it, but um, he's doing it to appease Bob Armstrong. Yeah. So Bob Armstrong is like conflicted. He doesn't like. He loves his wife, but he also loves Barnard. But Coralie like likes Bob Barnard. Bob Barnard also likes Corley. They have a threesome. But they both just want Bob for themselves. And that's why I was going to say that Bob didn't kiss Patty because he has he has two boo things. Well, I get that. But I was like, I know I didn't really know where that show was going. So I was worried. I didn't want them to kiss. I was like, please don't kiss. But I was, I honestly was expecting it. Do we have season two predictions? Season two predictions. Um... Well, Bob must decide his fate. Who will he choose? I hope that Patty ends up with Brick. I, th- um, I think Magnolia is going to tell Bob Barnard something. I think she thinks that Ka- Patty probably kidnapped her, and then that's going to set some barriers between Bob Barnard and Bob Armstrong. And then Pastor's going to find something out. And I think they're going to lie about... Christian's disappearance. Well, because he did run away with Patty, so they could always just say he ran away again. Mm-hmm. I think somebody's going to find that car. I think the tea's going to get spilled. Will Donald Choi ever get the weenie truck back? Will Donald Choi ever get a girl who values him because he is a sweetheart angel? What if Magnolia and Donald Choi... Oh, my goodness. Shaking, I'm quaking, faking. Wow. What will happen? What if Regina and Donald Choi? No. <laughs> what will happen to Dixie? What happened to Dixie? What did happen to Dixie? She's all right. Hmm. It's quiz time. Quiz time. Hello, all my Corinthians. <laughs> we are going to figure out who the true Miss Magic Jesus really is. By taking the how well do you actually know the Bible quiz from John Michael Pop, a BuzzFeed staff member. 
see this this is going to determine do we really know anything about Christianity or just the Bible I'm sure There's, I don't because I'm actually a heathen like I went to church as a kid I haven't been to church in years let's just let's just go to the first question how many books are in the Bible? 90 in the Catholic Bible, 92 in the Protestant Bible, 73 in the Catholic Bible, 66 in the Protestant Bible, 34 in the Catholic Bible, 40 in the Protestant Bible, 54 in both the Catholic and Protestant Bibles. Um, I have no idea. About I'm going to go with 34. I have no idea about the Catholic Bible. But oh, I got it wrong. I'm going to go 73 and 66. I knew 66 was like around. See... I learned a lot as a kid. Uh, <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I can't wait to lose. It's okay. I mean, I'm not... Okay, which quote is actually found in the Bible? God works in mysterious ways. Money is the root of all evil. I can do everything through him who gives me strength. God helps those who help themselves. Now, we all know the third one is true because that's on every single girl's... Like, Instagram. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that's in the Bible, though. I just think it, that's it, a thing. It's in the Bible. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Because uh, God works in mysterious ways is something I've heard, but I know it's not in the Bible. I think that is. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't think it's money is the root of all evil. God helps those who help themselves. I think I'm going to say uh, money is the root of all evil. Oh, it's. I really thought. I can do everything through him who gives me strength was really in the Bible. Hold on. I'm going to look that up. Because everybody puts a verse beside it. I just thought that was something people say. I chose God helps those who help themselves, but you know, whatever. Oh, the actual quote is, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So it's like just a chance. That's of words. the way that like I've always heard it. Okay, whatever. Huh. Okay. How long did God spend creating the heavens and the earth? This one I know. One week. Yeah, one week. The choices are one week, seven hours, six days, and 1,000 Everybody years. pretty much knows this. Six days. Okay, apparently we I all... am a oh, By the seventh day, God had finished his work. I feel like I'm going to disappoint my grandparents. And on the third day, God created the Remington... <laughs> From what from what did God create Eve? Um, Adam's rib. Okay, I swear if we don't get this, <laughs> I feel like this is just a simple like Christian that like, one knowledge. I know. Thank you, Mother. Uh, sorry, Jennifer Lawrence. <laughs> okay, we got that. What did Adam and Eve eat that caused God to expel them from Eden? An apple, a snake, a fig, a piece of fruit. An it's, apple. It's a piece of fruit. I thought it was an apple. It never specifies what it is. Then why do they put apples on everything? People just think it's apple, but that's nobody sweet. really like knows what it is. I knew I knew that one. I was like, I know this. I was like, I uh, Okay. How many of each animal did Noah take on the ark? Two, four, fourteen, depending on the kind of animal, two. It I thought it was dependent on the kind of animal. What? Yeah, I I don't know. I don't know how I know I that. I always thought it was two. Well, it may be two for most. Because when they tell, like, the Bible stories, it's always, like, one of, like, the two of each or whatever. Well, it says one pair of every kind of unclean animal or two of all living creatures. I think all those little, like, vacation Bible school stories are fake. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> wow, Taylor. <laughs> what was the source of Samson's strength? His, his hair. 
I love how I had a list with that. Wait, do you know this one? I don't even know who Samson is. I don't either. His sandals, his eyes, his face. Is this like a Catholic thing? Because I don't remember learning about this guy. I don't even know who his hair. I'm going to say his sandals. That's what I was going to say. It's his hair. Who is Samson? I have no idea. After Samson revealed the source of his strength to Delilah, she cut his hair while he was sleeping, leading to eventual enslavement. Is this like that um, Rapunzel girl from... um, Rapunzel movie. What? The Mandy Moore movie. You know, like, she couldn't cut uh, cut her hair. Because that was the source of her I strength. don't know what you're talking about. Like, you don't know the Rapunzel movie? Uh, Tangled? I know Tangled, but you said the Mandy Moore movie. Like, it was That's live action. It's Mandy Moore. I thought you were talking about, like, a live action no, movie of Mandy, Mandy Moore. Moore. I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Mandy Moore voices her. How did David kill the giant Goliath? With the spear, with the sling, with the bow and arrow, with his bare hands. This uh, one I think I know because I, I took art history. I don't know. Is it bare hands or a spear? I think it's with a sling. I'm just going to say with his bare hand. Yeah, it's a sling. I wasn't going to – I was going to go with what I was going to say. I didn't want to copy off of you. Thank you, art history. After disobeying God, Jonah was followed by what creature? A sea monster, a shark, a whale, a large fish. Well, it's either a whale or a large fish because I feel like it's tricking us. I think it's a whale. Yeah, I'm just going to say a whale. That was a large fish. Dang it. I was going to say. We are really bad. I mean, I never claimed to be of religion. Which of the following was not one of the plagues of Egypt? Darkness, flooding, frogs, life. Okay, I, I've i heard this story a thousand times. If I don't know this. Okay. Why did the wall actually just open up? Did you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. It's creaking. Um, I'm going frogs. Wow. I think it's lice. What body of the water did God part so the Israelites could flee the Egyptian army? The Mediterranean Sea, the Black Sea, the Red Sea, the Persian Gulf. Was that the Red Sea? I think. Oh my gosh! Because isn't that like a quote? Yeah, it's the Red Sea. Like splitting the Red Sea Uh or parting the Red Sea. Which is not one of the Ten Commandments? Thou shalt pray unto me as a child unto his father. Thou shalt know other gods before me. I know that's one. Mm-hmm. Thou shalt not take the name of the Lord, thy God, in vain. Thou shalt not commit adultery. I think it's the first one. Thou shalt pray unto me. Yeah, I think it's the first one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, glad I knew that. Thank you, American Horror Story. <laughs> <laughs> what books are included in the Gospels? Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and... Deuteronomy. I don't know how to say that word. I don't know. Galatians, Ephesians, Philippians, and I cannot even read this. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John comprise the Gospels. John 1, John 2, and John 3. (laughs) I think it's the first one. Oh, well. It was Matthew, Mark. (laughs) I don't know any of these people. How many wise men visited Jesus after his birth? Three, five, twelve. The Bible doesn't say. Um, I'm like picturing the nativity scene. I know. Like I had an if I have one at home, like for Christmas. Isn't it three? Because there's twelve I've, like disciples or whatever. I feel like it doesn't say. Like 
Yeah, it doesn't say. Wow. I, th- I think everything's Good a lie Lord, how at this point. This? Oh, my God. oh, I just said this like two seconds ago. <laughs> how many apostles does did Jesus have? 10, 11, 12 different books give different numbers. Uh, oh, does it? <laughs> 12. Is it 12? Okay. I was like, I literally just said I know he had like 12 disciples. Well, or I didn't know if that was right. You don't claim to be a Christian. <laughs> well, like I'm not like completely ignorant. Well, apparently I <laughs> Oh my gosh. Which apostle uh, betrayed Jesus? Peter, Judas, Simon, or Paul? Oh gosh. Judas. Yeah, I was thinking that Lady Gaga. Judah. I was thinking that Lady Gaga, so I'm like, if Lady Gaga think about him, he must have betrayed Jesus. What is the last book of the Bible? Deuteronomy, 3 John, Revelation, Amos. I think it's Revelation. Yeah, it's Revelation. I just thought Revelation sounded like it's like the end of the world. You got 11 out of 17 right. You're a sinner and a saint. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've kind of you could have done worse, but you could have also done a hell of a lot better. Same. You got the same? I got 7 out of 17, but same result. Wow. So it looks like I'm Miss Magic Jesus. None of us are Miss Magic <laughs> Jesus. It's Magnolia B, both of us. <laughs> Hey, she cheated. I mean, do what you got to do, sweetheart. Mm. Make that money and win that crown. That's the end of this week's podcast. This has been a really good podcast. Be sure to check out our blog, CourageAndDollPodcast.wordpress.com. And follow us on Twitter, Courage and doll (laughs) I said it wrong again. Oh, my gosh. CourageDollPodcast.wordpress.com. Ugh. Twitter is courage and doll. I think it's because, like, Twitter's the only one that's different, and it's ingrained in my mind to say and. Well, I can't, like, fix... It was taken. Courage doll. Whoever is courage doll, like, can we buy it from you or something? I don't even want to buy it. Just give it to me because I deserve it. Yeah. Like, Patty. I deserve everything. Can Twitter verify us? Make sure to leave a review on iTunes. Hit those stars. Hit that like button. <laughs> Hit the like button. Subscribe. Hit the like button. Be sure to turn on push notifications. <laughs> oh, well. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.